The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. AIB or representatives from AIB appeared before an Oireachtas Finance Committee today uh, to talk about their debt write-down policy. This is in the wake of an agreement reached between the bank and the former Kilkenny hurler DJ Carey which uh, garnered an awful lot of attention uh, on those policies. John McGuinness is chair of that Oireachtas Finance Committee and he's with me now. He's a Fianna Fáil TD for Carlo Kilkenny. John, what had AIB to say? Uh, well, AIB covered their policy and processes in relation to uh, debt resolution. Uh, they had 150,000 uh, involved in uh, debt resolution solutions of one kind uh, or another. Uh, so they had written off 3.5 billion between 2013 and 2021. And they reassured us that in all cases, there was a level playing field. No one was treated differently and everyone was treated fairly. Now, there was a substantial number of questions asked by members and the bank have to come back to us in relation to the profile of the 1900 loans uh, that would have had debt written down between 2015 and 2022. We've asked for a profile and we've asked for the amount that was written down. We won't get individual case names, but we will get profiles of certain cohorts within uh, that category of 1900 that will give us a greater understanding then of what the bank and its process were was achieving. So are you satisfied then with what you heard today uh, that the bank are correct in claiming that their policies are fair, that fairness uh, is the guiding principle? Uh, fairness is their guiding uh, principle and they set out to protect families and loans is what they told us. Uh, eight homes were repossessed and I suppose that's uh, a figure that indicates they treat the mortgage situation and bad debt situation until such time as they can uh, find a resolution. Um, 300 uh, cases went from uh, mortgage to rent. But notwithstanding all of that, it is a concern that 90% of a loan would be written off and therefore we need to understand the profile of customer involved in that cohort. They didn't have that information mm-hmm. today, but they have assured us that they will give us that information in detail and that they will have it uh, as soon as their closed period, their accounts are closed after the next week or so. It's part of the problem here, John, and, and I, I appreciate and everyone will appreciate AIB's position that they can't talk about specific customers in detail in the public realm. But you've got a bank that was bailed out by the state, that the, ba- that the state still ha- ha- has a significant share in, and that it, it's rather opaque how they go about these processes. You've got, you know, kind of personal insolvency practice, professional uh, deals. You've got these bulk deals whereby, uh, you know, debts are written off or written down uh, and and entire mortgage books sold to other funds. We might come back to that in a moment. And then you've got kind of individual private deals done on a case-by-case basis. Well, most of the cases are on case-by-case basis. Uh, Those that are sold on in a package, if you like, uh, or a bundle of loans to vulture funds uh, are dealt with on a case-to-case basis. And the question is, did the bank uh, carry out all of its due process with each of these uh, loans and did the individuals get fair play? Now, the banks have assured us that that is the case. Likewise, with other uh, methods of writing down debt 
uh, are indeed dealing with general debt resolution, they say that there's an array of uh, you know processes open to them, including uh, bankruptcy, uh, right off the entire debt or sale of the debt and so on. But in each case, they tell us that there is a process within the bank that deals fairly with all of these cases. Now, the figures that they will bring back to us after this meeting, because it was quite thorough and forensic in terms of the examination of what they put before us, but there is significant detail that is missing. And it's that missing, it's that missing detail mm. that will uh, give us the comfort or not as to whether or not AIB and the other banks uh, have processes that are robust and fair. But continuously they were asked today at the meeting, is it a level player field? Uh, is it a case that, you know, if you're famous or yes. if you're a sports star, that you'll get preferential treatment? And they assured us, no, that is not the case. And the figures will show that. And I assume, John, and, and you'll know this more than me, having uh, spoken to representatives from AIB on this occasion and on other occasions and the other banks, I assume they would say as well that there's going to be individual cases whereby the debt write-down seems eye-watering on the face of it. But that is a reflection of just some of the reckless lending that went on more than anything. More, more, it is. More, more, more than it, 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 well, it's not so much about doing a favour for someone. It's more a reflection that far too much money was given with far too little collateral during the boom. Yes, that's what happened. And the, the auditors that would have overseen the figures within the bank told us that the banks were up, are okay up to a point and then suddenly they weren't. Uh, and the, the crash happened. So that was to be examined in the context of the uh, banking review of the banking investigation, which, quite frankly, did not cost, cut the mustard for me. Uh, but that's where it stemmed from. What we now need to know is that those that were caught in that bad debt, that needed debt resolution, were given fair play. Now, I have argued that they have not been given fair play, uh, that the processes are there, uh, but the outcomes for these individuals were simply not fair. Mm. But the in, the bank would state clearly today that uh, 1% of the loans affected by this 90% uh, of write-down, um, that is just 1% of the overall, uh, and that in each case it was tested robustly in the bank to determine was there any other way of getting their money back, and where there wasn't, then the mm. option was to write off the debt. Uh, and as I said to you, we need to know were the business people, farmers, sports yeah. people, ordinary people in everyday life in business or outside business. And that information will now be taken from their various reports and given to us in a format that we can all understand. And and uh, let's talk then about treating people fairly. Parikh Hassan was in with me yesterday, the financial advisor, and I know he was before Northwest Committee yesterday uh, talking about this issue um, in, in another context. And it was the transfer of so-called non-performing loans to vulture funds. And I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I, I think it's fair to say he was he was raising questions about what role the central bank has in protecting those customers and their rights. And he gave examples of some of them being charged 8 and 9% interest in the vulture funds, the same products and services that are available in the pillar banks not being made available to them in the vulture funds. He even gave a really egregious example of people who got screwed 
in the tracker scandal and because they were getting screwed they ended up getting sold to a vulture fund and now they're being screwed again. Yeah, and, and, and those type of examples can be seen through the pillar banks as well where there was unfair treatment. And we want to test uh, those stories against the reality of what happened in the banks. And as I said, today was the first step. But what happened yesterday at the committee was we were discussing the vulture funds and, and the increase and constantly increasing uh, rate on, on already hard-pressed uh, borrowers who have found themselves uh, in a fund of one kind or another. And it, we were trying to find ways to uh, bring about a, a solution to the increase of rates. And unfortunately, these people are caught with vulture funds that do not appear before the committee, are not accountable publicly through a forum of the Oireachtas, uh, and refuse to cooperate with us. So we have brought this to the attention of the minister and asked for the minister and the central bank to insist that they would be forced to come before committees to explain their policies and to explain their high interest rates. Uh, And until that happens, we don't have accountability. Alongside that, the central bank is taking a hands-off position in relation to vulture funds, and they need to bring their authority to bear on vulture funds because now the vulture funds have more hard-pressed cases because of the high interest rates, and we're going to see a huge threat in relation to evictions over the next six months. John McGuinness, Chair of the Oireachtas Finance Committee, Fianna Fáil TD for Carlo Kilkenny. John, thank you very much for joining us here on the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.